0: Section 76 of England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Thomas Peter. The World Story, Volume 10 England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 76 The Massacre of Glencoe, 1692 by P. Hume Brown. Though the Highlanders had been defeated at Dunkeld by the Cameronians, they were still in a very restless state, and it was feared that another rebellion might break out. It was in the West Highlands, and especially in Argyleshire, where it seemed most likely that the rebellion would take place. The reason of this was that almost all the clans in that part of the country hated the Earl of Argyll, and as he was a supporter of William, this made the chiefs, who were his enemies take the side of James. What the government feared was that a French force would land in the highlands, and then many of the clans would be certain to join it, and there would be another civil war. General Mackay, therefore, was sent to the West Highlands with a body of soldiers, and to overawe the chiefs, he built a fort at Inverlochy, which he called Fort William, after the name of the king. But the government was anxious to make sure that the chiefs would not again rise as they had done under Dundee. The first plan that was tried was one which had often been tried before. A sum of money, amounting to £12,000, was distributed among the chiefs, to bribe them to be loyal to William. This did very little good, however. Some of the chiefs refused to take the bribe, and others accepted it, but became no more loyal than before. Then, in the year 1691, the government took a step which was to lead to a frightful crime, it proclaimed that if the chiefs did not take the oath of allegiance to william by the first of january sixteen ninety two they would be treated as outlaws and their lands would become the property of the king by the appointed day all the chiefs had taken the oath except one alexander Macdonald, chief of the clan of Macdonald, that inhabited the valley of glencoe in the north of argoshire he meant to take the oath but he foolishly put it off till it was too late on the appointed day he went to fort william but the officer there told him that he could not receive his oath, and that the nearest place where it could be taken was Inverary. Inverary was at the other end of Argyllshire. The roads were deep in snow, and MacDonald was an old man and unable to travel swiftly. When he arrived at Inverary, it was five days after the appointed time. However, he did take the oath, and that should have saved him and his clan now the person who had most power in scotland at this time was sir john dalrymple the secretary of state and he was determined to teach the highland chiefs such a lesson as would keep them quiet ever afterwards he got william therefore to sign what were called letters of fire and sword against the clan macdonald without telling him that the chief had taken the oath these letters of fire and sword had been quite common in scotland and what they meant was that the persons against whom they were directed should be treated as rebels, and hunted down till they were either slain or taken prisoners. One day, not a month after MacDonald had taken the oath, a troop of one hundred and twenty soldiers appeared in the valley of Glencoe. Most of them were Highlanders, and they were commanded by two men, Major Duncanson and Captain Glenline, both of whom belonged to the clan of the Campbells, who were the deadly enemies of the MacDonalds. The soldiers were hospitably received by the Macdonalds, and for about a fortnight the strangers and their hosts lived in the friendliest way together. At last, when their plans were ready, the officers gave the orders which they had received from Dalrymple. One morning, about five o'clock, the old chief was shot as he was getting out of bed, and his wife immediately met the same fate. The plan had been that every Macdonald should be massacred, but, as it was a dark winter morning, many escaped among the neighbouring hills. Thirty-eight, however, were slain, and among them were two children, two women, and an old man of eighty. This was the massacre of Glencoe, one of the most frightful crimes in the history of Scotland. Instead of helping William, as Dalrymple had intended, it made his enemies still more bitter against him, though, of course, William had never thought that the letters of fire and sword would be carried out in such a cruel and treacherous way. End of section 76.